This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Cortez Island just passed a major hurdle on the road to adopting a 3% tax on short-term rentals. In the first meeting of the new board, the Strathcona Regional District unanimously voted to write a letter of support which will accompany the Cortez Community Housing Society's application to the provincial government for a municipal and regional tax, or MRDT. We won't know if it's put in place until the province approves our application, but we're hoping that it will be in place by June or July of 2023. Said Sandra Wood, Executive Director of the Cortez Community Housing Society. Cortez Island's new director, Mark Vanesh, added, This is a tax that affects all short-term rentals on Cortez, whether you do that through Airbnb or other online platforms, or you rent your place out privately. It also applies to the hotels on Cortez, which are the Gorge, Cortez Hotel, and Hollyhock. In order for this application to be submitted, you need at least 50% support from the hotels on the island. We were really fortunate to have Hollyhock, the Gorge, and the hotel all sign on. Part of my argument to the regional district is, look, there's a, the support from 100% of all the hotels in Cortez, which is huge. The Housing Society is really excited to hear that the SRD is supporting us. They will be writing a letter of support regarding our application for the municipal and regional district tax. It's called MRDT. It's a tax structure that the BC government has set up that communities can apply for that allows communities to collect taxes from hotels and short-term rentals and use that for a bunch of different things. But one of the things is housing, and that's what we've chosen to focus on. How would this tax work? When you, when you book your Airbnb, you pay your $125 a night, you pay your cleaning fee, you pay your GST, and you, you'll also pay a hotel tax. Airbnb will collect that, pass it over to the government, who passes it over to the Cortez Housing Society. In Cortez, we've got a really serious housing challenge. And leading up to my becoming regional director, I spoke with a lot of people. And the number one issue across the spectrum was housing. We need more rental housing. We need affordable purchase options. If we want to in the culture of Cortez, we need to support our businesses, make sure that they have places for their workers to live and that families and young people have places to live. The issue has been that once a place becomes discovered by tourists, that a lot of homes and cottages that used to be providing year-round rental accommodation to locals then becomes part of the Airbnb or other vacation rental sites. The owners of those properties can make more money from tourism rentals than they can from long-term rentals to locals. That has created a shortage of housing on Cortez and many other islands. At their inaugural meeting on November 9th, Vanesh told the incoming Strathcona Regional District Board that this tax will go towards the Cortez Housing Society, towards building 24 units of rental housing. This is land that's already been purchased. It's received sort of $1.6 million worth of donations from the community. These are 24 units, one, two, and three bedroom. The waiting list for this housing development is 150 people already. There's huge demand on Cortez for affordable housing. 16 of these, tw- of these 24 units are going to be below market, and eight of them are going to be used for professionals in the community. One of our challenges is that we have a clinic, but we don't have places to put doctors and nurses. It's an ambitious project. It's probably going to budget in around $10 million, which seems ambitious, and I'm sure people might have questions on the viability of it. 
I can tell you that the leadership team on this project has already completed a $4 million seniors housing project. This was finished in 2020. And this was, again, below market rentals. Seniors are paying $535 a month or one third of their income. What I'm asking for is that the SRD provide a letter of support for the application that we're making. This is a letter from the SRD that's going to say, we support the Cortez Housing Society's application to the MRDT tax. This is not us deciding whether a tax happens. My opinion is that there's zero risk to the SRD for writing this letter of support. The worst case scenario is that this application goes into the BC government and they say, nope, sorry, we're not going to implement it. Best case scenario, they're going to say, yes, we're going to raise 50 grand a year. That's going to provide revenue for Cortez to put towards community housing. The SRD's new vice chair, Campbell River Director Ron Kerr, responded. Thank you, Director Vanish, for bringing this to us. Sounds like a great initiative. I think you presented it really well, and I think this is an opportunity to really show what this board can do and not drag things on, but try and move them forward. Incoming Area C Director Robin Mawinney agreed. I love it. <laughs> I would like to add that I believe that the Cortez Island Housing Society is doing great work. They have land, a plan, and community support. I fully support this community initiative. I think it's an inspiration and a model. And I believe that a letter of support from the board seems it fits within our Strathcona Regional District's vision statement, which is to lend support to individual community initiatives. John Rice, the new director of Area D, had a question. Just curious if staff was able to provide more information, how long would that take? Mark Baker, the SRD's newly elected chair, asked. Well, our next scheduled meeting is November 23rd. Two weeks. What further information would you be looking for? Just because I don't know anything about this, I would be a little bit more comfortable reading some more information about it. So if there are any known impacts or any gotchas or anything like that, just provide me a little bit more information before I make a decision. Thank you. Director Varnas, do you think two weeks are going to be an issue for you? I'd really like to get this passed today. I think it's just an easy thing for us to do. It's a letter of support. There's zero commitment. This is a tax that other districts or municipalities within the SRD could apply for. I didn't mention my, my first remarks, but Cattle River already has applied for this tax. They're receiving it. At that time, it was aimed at tourism marketing, which I believe it's still being used for. In 2018, the government changed it so that you can apply for this tax for affordable housing. If we all start applying for it, at what point do we get denied? So if this was done on a bigger level, would that open up all of the areas to being able to receive this? Chief Administrative Officer David Leach explained. Like Mark said, Canberra River's applied for it and collects it. I believe that's the only area in the regional district that it's collected. And so I think what Director Vonish is suggesting is that Area B would be collecting it. So that would leave the others. I don't know if Zabalas or Gold River are collecting it or not. It would leave two options available. One, regionally, plug the gaps on the areas that are not collecting it, or individually, municipalities or regional electoral areas could collect it, if that answers your question. Maybe just add one more point. This isn't a grant that we're applying for, so it's not like there's limited funding giving out to different communities. It's a community getting a, like a pillow tax, 3 or $4, $5 per night on Airbnb rentals. So the revenue is just really dependent on the tourism in each of our communities. 
When the vote was called, the board unanimously approved Cortez Allen's request for a letter of support. I was expecting a lot of a pushback and that people would not want to approve it right away. It was pretty exciting for folks that watch House of Cards or West Wing political shows. You've probably seen scenes where people are calling up other senators or other people in the government and trying to convince them to support the bill that they're trying to pass. This last week, I've been emailing and talking to the other directors on the board and convincing them to support it. I wasn't 100% sure I had enough votes. I understand you got a lot of help from Gerald Wally. Gerald was a big support for me to get this done. He walked me through the technical side of it. I'd never met Gerald Wally before. He's the regional director for Area A, uh, which is uh, north into Sayward, where, where he lives. His politics are very different than me. He's all about small government. He's concerned about government overreach. He wants to keep his taxes as low as possible. He doesn't want zoning or, or business licenses or really any government interference. I was so relieved to have him be someone who stands strong in what he believes in. But he also recognizes that the different areas in the district have different needs. And despite our political differences, he's on my team and he supports me. He's not going to implement these things in his community necessarily, but he's been in power for, I think, 14 years, 13 years. He was a huge help for me on getting this passed. I had a bunch of conversations with him and he helped me with the processes and the meeting and how to do it and what might happen, how to respond to it. And when it got passed, he looks at me and he's like, good job, way to go. Which is, I think is just awesome to see. Despite him having very different politics than me, he's willing to help. I think that's the political change that we need to see happen in the world, is recognizing that we're different. We come from different places, but different communities have different needs and different wants, and we can respect that. And how can we work together and get things done? This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>